Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 87 of Live from the A15 Podcast. Big show. Big Jake. This is going to be a great, great show. Yes! It's Colton. It's Jake. Jake, hi. Hi, Colton. Glad to be here. (laughs) Woohoo! All right. On this episode of Live from the A15 Podcast, we discuss sports and other things. Now to our hosts. Are our main two Colton things. and Jake. Wow. All-time entrance so far. This is excellent. <laughs> yeah, the energy's pretty high up here. I'm drinking a nice cold Line and Kugel Summer Shandy out of a bottle, which uh, I always thought was really cool growing up when people drink beer out of a bottle. So It is classier. Definitely yeah. classier than you can. And like when you're drunk outside um, like of a bar and you're like, Oh man, my wife left me. If you throw a can, she's like. If you throw a bottle, everyone's like, "Fuck, that guy's sad." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I've kind of always wanted that to happen to me. You know, it's so, be so bad. Sad. I've been yeah, looking like, for like a, a really shitty partner so I can marry her, and then she leaves me. Yeah, because then you get to ha- you know you get to sulk, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's just divorced," you know. Yeah. So shout out to bottles, I guess. Um, <laughs> Jake, are you ready for some episode eighty-seven content? I'm ready to put out some excellent content, Colton. You ready to talk about our favorite teams in the whole world? Oh, I am, Jake. Please, 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 please go first. I can't wait to hear it. All right. Let's start with the White Sox, <laughs> who have been... What a, what a just, great just way to start. The most exciting team that I... Clearly the most exciting team I'm a fan of, you know, the White Sox. Uh, they did capture media news... You know, for a couple days there with the Tim Anderson bat flip and uh, the subsequent uh, suspension for him. He got a one-game suspension, not technically for the bat flip, but for, uh, for racially language. charged language. So uh, it has to be racially charged because that's important because they're not just going to, you know, suspend you for calling a guy a fucking cunt, you know? True. You, it's got to be racially charged, but it's got to. Uh, yeah, I never heard the racial part because, like, a day later, Kyle Schwarber like charged a ref and called him a fucking pussy, and he yeah, get... yeah, and if, if if we know exactly what he said, if Tim Anderson, a black man, said the n word, like, and there's a team called the Cleveland Indians, yet he gets suspended a game. There's a there's an entire stadium Jake. in Atlanta who are doing chops like and are very proud of it, which is. Very racially charged. You know, I'm just saying that the MLB is so like they stink. <laughs> they really do. Like it was, it was, and they were retweeting like his home run too on their Twitter. They're like, yeah, be you know, players league, blah blah blah, and then they suspend him for a game. You know, I saw and Tim Anderson is fucking awesome. By I the saw way. cut that, four. I saw cut four, which is which is an MLB Twitter account. They yes. said big bat energy. 
How do you reference something that's called big dick energy? Yeah, it's big dick energy for sure. And then and then they suspended him. Oh man. Oh, it was, it was a bummer, and it was, it, but I think most people came out on Tim Anderson's side, and overall, it's a great thing for the White Sox because it also brings attention that Tim Anderson's hitting 400 on the year. He's been amazing all year long. He still has only walked twice because he's you know he just swings at everything, but hits it hard every time. So uh, you know it's good for the White Sox to get attention. I love Tim Anderson. He brings a swag that the White Sox haven't had in a very long time. Like we, you know, we're really even in 05, we were just a bunch of old white guys, like, you know, John Garland, Mark Burley, Paul Canerco, you know what I mean? We were yeah. like kind of boring. Um, but now we're a lot cooler. Tim Anderson has a home run chain too, that he brings into the dugout, which looks like a very expensive chain that has got the White Sox logo on it. It's very sick and it's fun. We don't usually have that kind of fun, but I love to see it. Um, and the White Sox are just playing, you know, White Sox baseball, hoping for 70 wins this year, 70-plus wins, and I'd be happy. 70 to 80. 70 to 75 is more honest, but if you just say 70 to 80, you're like, whoa. Whoa. 80 wins. Yeah, <laughs> 80 is possible. It's a pretty good year. <laughs> exactly. Even though 70 is a lot less than 80. But um, I've also seen some – there's been some trade rumors flying around and uh, Chicago sports radio has been talking about it a lot because the Cubs need bullpen help. And uh, the White Sox have Colome, Alex Colome, who is from the Rays or whatever, who we traded for. And um, so far there was one report that was Mike Montgomery, which I thought was the stupidest thing in the entire world. But the, the radio was talking about Kyle Schwarber for Colome. Which I would find interesting. I would prefer Ian Happ of anyone, but I would love to see another Cub Sox trade. You know, it's, it's always fun. I would much rather give you Ian Happ than Kyle Schwarber. I mean, yeah, Ian Happ's two years younger. He can play actually play positions that we need people to play. You know, we have a first baseman and a left fielder. You know what I mean? So I Schwarber your, would be a nice lefty bat, but who's your DH? It's Yonder Alonso, but I mean, I don't like Bill. You don't like, you know, getting a guy to play DH. You know, True. that's kind of open open spot. But um, Ian Half strikes out a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. But he plays good defense, and we have he is so much better than our center fielders. We have Adam Engel out there who cannot hit two twenty to save yeah. his life. If he hit two fifty, he'd be a great. MLB, or not great, but he'd be a very solid MLB center fielder because of his defense, his speed, he can bunt, but holy crap, he can't hit 220. He, he's terrible. He's usually below 200. Then he gets hot for a little bit, and you're like, oh, here he is. Yeah. Back below 200. Yeah, no, I will, yeah, I'll easily give you Ian Happ. Um, for some reason, you saying, what did you say Tim Anderson had two of? Had what? Two of this year, like two walks or something like that. Yeah, two walks. That reminded me of a stat. Did you see the Joey Gallo stat? Oh, the sacrifice fly stat. One thousand three hundred thirty-seven plate appearances in his career, and he and he just hit his first sacrifice fly. Which makes no sense because he hits so many fly balls too. That's you know, wild. That I that that one makes no sense. That's like the Joey Votto. Literally had never uh, flown out to the first baseman, catcher, or pitcher in his whole career until like a couple weeks ago. 
Joe, a week or Joe Lovato stats might go down with like Tony Gwynn stats. It's like, are you yeah. sure? They're fascinating. But that Joey Gallo stats like a no, you're lying because that literally makes zero sense. That's the guy who only hits home runs and like <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, so makes no sense. I'm not sure why, but that just reminded me of it. Um, yeah, I guess moral of the story is I'll I'll gladly give you Ian Happ for some bullpen help. Would you not do Schwarber? No, I love like it's it's all it's all sentimental too. Like that's what I was thinking because I feel like is he having a, an okay year? Uh, maybe let's find out right now. Uh, Kyle Schwarber vetting one ninety seven. All right. See, that's what probably why he's being thrown around in trade talks because he's not producing again, and someone like us could wait on it. But I don't know. I would have been happier about that last year. Yeah. Um. I think the trade Schwarber train has kind of left. Like his his ceiling for trade value was like two years ago. So. I don't like. I don't even want him to, to get traded. I like. I remember two years ago there was names being thrown around that I was like, it would suck to lose him, but those are some pretty nice pieces. No, it's just like, like Colomay's a great bullpen arm, but I I don't know. I just think Schwarber's like a good clubhouse guy too, and the fans love him, the team loves him, yeah. and and like Colomay's a great uh, bullpen guy, but he's such a like a luxury piece. You know, that giving up someone that was supposed to be a staple for the cut. You know, it was yeah. like, you know, Bryant, Schwarber, Russell. And... Oh, speaking of that, Russell's set to come back. They have a date, which sucks. He's playing, he has to play, <laughs> he has to play nine minor league games to to uh, be considered or to like officially be able to come back. I don't get why, but once he plays those, he's back on the roster. How cool is that? Uh, yuck. <laughs> God, dude, I hope, I don't hope he gets injured. I just hope he forgets how to play baseball. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope the monsters come down and, and like and like take his ability, but then <laughs> like, but then you know, don't do anything about it. You won't even hear about him if he's on like if he's on the Tampa Bay Rays. Nobody would give a shit. No, you know? trade him to the Orioles. That's the what, Orioles. That's what yeah, he deserves. Defensive shortstop for fucking Baltimore. God damn. Yeah, he is a loser. He's a pu. He's a loser. Um, yeah. Anything so, else going on with the Cubs? Well. We were saying this before. Uh, Cubs are up seven-two against the Dodgers uh, currently, as of this recording. Baez, another really good outing here. Um, love, I love to see it. You know him and like I think him and Hamels are going to be so big this year. Quintana went uh, seven innings, two runs, uh, seven Ks. That's that's basically White Sox Quintana right there. Yeah. That's that, very much. I saw Chatwood had a nice start too. Who cares? <laughs> People were very excited for him. For Tyler Chatwood, I'm not going to be excited for him until he leaves. <laughs> uh, wow. So how many good starts, you know, would it take? Four. Four in yeah. a row, probably. Yeah, and like I'm just saying, like six, six in it. Like if you give me four quality starts in a row, I'll be like, all right, he's a good piece. Thirteen million dollars, well invested. But he's yeah. so bad. And also, like, me and you are so, like, addicted to the show right now. And Tyler Chatwood's, like, a 52 on the show. <laughs> yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He's, like, a – because I just got him today. He's, like, he's a 52 overall, and he gets paid $13 million. Oh, my God, dude. He's He's got to be the closest overall to millions <laughs> of dollars a year that he gets paid. He's got that, to be. That should be a stat. On like Statcast, <laughs> he's got to be the closest. He stinks. Yeah, 
Um, oh. So good for him. But he'll—I mean—he'll be out of the uh, rotation anyway because Lester's coming back. And but if the Cubs finish out the seven-two in the eighth game, and um, oh, as I as I say that, uh, Travis Shaw home run <laughs> hit home run for the Brewers. <laughs> Uh, top of nine, Cardinals are up four to three. If the Brewers lose this game, they are, and the Cubs win, the Brewers are officially behind the Cubs, which is great. I love that. Like, um, like right, like yeah. Aren't they? Wouldn't they just be tied mathematically? Because they'd be thirteen and twelve versus eleven and ten. Well, no, because if you have, if you have, really matter. If you have, if you have less, oh, it matters where I live. (laughs) <laughs> it matters where I live, so yeah, but it mainly just shows like, and you're both behind the Cardinals and the Pirates, you know. So it shows that this division is gonna be fucking crazy all year long, and it's gonna, you know, like nobody's running away with this. Yeah. Guaranteed. And then as I say this, the Dodgers have bases loaded, one out in the eighth. <laughs> Could not have opened your mouth. Man. Oh God! This is... As soon as you said it, I was like, God, I hope he just says that they won. I hope he says that this is uh, like <laughs> God, the Cubs have, according to ESPN, a ninety-four point nine percent chance of winning this game. I'm going to be so sad if they lose. <laughs> Son of beach. Well, Bellinger is on deck right now, and he's hitting four twenty this year with thirteen home runs. I really hope uh, he doesn't hit one right now. <laughs> that would suck butthole. That would really suck because that would take AJ Pollock. <laughs> You know, maybe he scores some run. Oh man! Well, because so, yeah, oh, no. on a game that happened a long time ago. You, we know the fans <laughs> love it. It's our best segment. It is. We are. It is one of our reoccurring segments. Uh, commentary on a game that the fan that the listeners already know what happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, Want to talk about the Bucks, the best team that we're both? <laughs> yeah, the, the number one seed who just swept and had their first playoff uh, series win since what two thousand one. Yeah, or uh, eleven or eighteen years. So hang on, uh, hang on, check it out right here. Ready? That was such a quiet opening. <laughs> you opened a new bottle. You couldn't tell. <laughs> that was for you, Bucks. That was so disappointing. <laughs> that was great. Uh, they swept the shit out of the Pistons. <laughs> like they won by an average of twenty-four points. I also saw a stat. Uh, they don't. They didn't know whoever posted the stat. They didn't know, but it might be the first team to ever sweep anybody. Without having a single player average thirty minutes a game, wow! Brooke Lopez led the Bucks in minutes per game at like twenty nine point seven. Wow! That's, crazy. That's like imagine if Giannis was playing thirty five to forty minutes, which I hope to God he is versus Boston. Yeah, um, the Bucks fans chanted, "We want Boston," and then Boston Twitter was like, "Like you don't want to do that. Like you're Milwaukee, we're Boston. It's- you don't know what you're messing with. I fucking hate Boston. I hate Boston everything. But here's the thing." They just keep winning. So, like, what else? <laughs> like, what if if you if it was reversed and all of your teams won, what would you yeah. say? I mean, probably very if similar. If like thing. if like the Orlando Magic, like like said uh like said that to you, like you wouldn't give a shit. You'd be like, <laughs> like you're the like Orlando Magic. Get away from me. But see, yeah, but I it's still fun. You still have to mock them and take all enjoyment in when they lose. Bill Simmons, very popular NBA. Writer predicted that they would win 68 games this year. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bill! Hell yeah! Season. He's like the NBA guy, and um, people have mocked him all year because they won like 48 games. You know? Yeah. 
they lost. They, I think they lost too many games for them to win sixty-eight in the first like twenty-five games. Sixty-eight so, wins is so many wins. Yeah, that's you can only lose fourteen, and I think they were like twelve and fourteen to start the year. <laughs> it was like, oh god, they have to win out here, Bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's fun, but it's going to be a really I'm I'm nervous for the Boston matchup. I've been nervous since like you know, it was 3-0 Boston. I was like, "Oh god, here we fucking go." Yeah. Cuz last year was a I tore my hair out. That was that was a blast. Chris Middleton played like he was fucking James Harden, and hopefully that can happen again. Um yeah, I I have a lot more confidence than I did last year. Oh uh, yeah, we Big underdogs. Huge underdogs. And I don't know. This team is just like it's it's just a really talented team that's well coached. That's it's just it's just that simple. You yeah. have you have all the talent in the world and Giannis. And when Giannis had that like he was going for a dunk, stopped, changed like hands twice, and then still made a layup. <laughs> that's, that was, that's not fair. That's Jordan. That is Jordan to a T, man. That's sick. That's so cool. So especially when you're that tall, like how do you stay in the air that long? You know what I mean? He was in the air for like an hour and a half. He really yeah, was. It's so fun to watch the Bucks right now, and uh, I would be really disappointed if they got beat by the Celtics. Very disappointed. Even though the Celtics are a very good team, they've been a mess all year long. I mean, but they have Kyrie. And, you know, obviously Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Jalen Brown, uh, they're stacked, you know. But uh, I think they're also, they also start Aaron Baines. I think that's going to be their downfall because that's basically a worse Andre Drummond. And Andre Drummond was the kryptonite of the Pistons. He finished with a minus 99 plus minus for the series, which oh, I know plus balls. minus is, is not a good stat. But... Um, <clears throat> That's just, it, you know, when it's, it's just, just, yeah, when it's that crazy, it's, uh, it says something. Yeah. So, um, Yuck. I think Aaron Baines is going to be that for the Celtics. I think <laughs> with Brooke Lopez's, uh, ability to stretch the floor and Baines not being, if you don't have an athletic center, you're basically asking for Giannis to fuck you, you know? Yeah. You need someone who can guard him a little bit, you know? So, uh, we'll see. It's, <laughs> I think Bucks and six, you know, as the saying goes, I really do, because uh, Boston is tough. A lot of people are taking a Bucks and five, like a lot of you know, and cast sportscasters or whatever. Bucks and five. I don't, I don't think it's that easy. I just, if it is, if it is Bucks and five, then holy shit, they're going to the finals and they have a chance for the war. If the Bucks win this series in five, I am officially on Warriors watch that we could beat the Warriors. Oh yeah. Like, Oh, I'm probably wrong. I am wrong, but fuck that. If we if we did that, I'd be all over it. That fuck the Warriors. I'm not even worried about them. Oh, I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't beat the Celtics in five yet. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um. Oh, also, live update. Uh, delayed live update for the listeners. Uh, Cubs got out of that base loaded jam. Strikeout, ground out to second. We're going to the eighth, y'all, or the oh. uh, bottom of the eighth. Ha <laughs> ha. Aha, so the Cubs are looking good. Brewers, uh, just one out, top of nine. Still um, three, four. Jake, is that is that all we got for State of the Union? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped for the Bucks. I mean, holy shit, man. We don't get to see – we haven't seen this in our lifetime. How old were we? We were six 
last time the I wasn't even a Bucks fan back then. I'm, I'm a oh, bandwagon yeah. guy. True, you are a new fan. I was a Bucks fan back then, but I also was six, so I didn't give a shit That's about true. anything. That's true. What year were the Deer jerseys? My favorite jerseys. I think, I think that is like the purple with the big deer on it. I yeah. think that was the year that they won. Because I saw some Bucks. pictures of Ray Allen wearing that jersey. Um, all right. You talk while I find the year. Uh, okay. <laughs> we just <laughs> literally just finished talking about everything we we're going to talk about. Yeah, whatever. Okay. We'll we'll move on. I'll I'll find the year because I'm a great researcher. Um, Jake, we'll go on to a listener questions. You kick it off. Listener questions. All right. This is from uh, Bears Double Doink 1984. Um, Robbie Gold has officially requested a trade. And did you know that he still has an apartment in Chicago that he loves, and he definitely just wants to be a bear? Wow. Cole, did you know that? Uh, two questions. One, uh, or actually, just just like two things to say. One, I did know that. Two, um, was nineteen eighty five taken? If you're so, is is this guy not a Bears fan or is he a Bears fan? I I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell either. He's, he's, it's it's Bears double doink nineteen eighty four. That's it's it's a bad moment in our history, and then it's a year that we. I guess the season started in the Super Bowl, but you say you say it's the '85 Bears. I don't. He's a purist. He only he's only about the he calls each season from when it starts. You know. Also, he's do you? Behind. He's one of those guys. Are you the kind of guy that's like, oh, the '84 '85 Bears, or do you no. say '85 Bears? It's '85. You know, it's the yeah. 2012 Packers won it in 2012, not 2011, 2012. That's stupid. The 11-12 season. That was so fucking clever. That was a that was a really good impression of whoever would ask that question. But Robbie Gold asking for a trade is hilarious because he is a kicker. So it's also hilarious that it's like a topic. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a big topic too. I mean, NFL fans. There's also not a whole lot to talk about in the NFL. You know, it is off season and. Uh, that's pretty hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, you know what? Bring him home. Give him, give him a seventh rounder. You know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I would think Bears fans are freaking out about it. I know mutual friend Michael, who's a diehard Bears fan, <laughs> fan of the you know friend of the show because we talk about him. He is already you know he's memeing it into existence. But he you also know, he also regu- regularly. <laughs> Nailed it. He, he wore his Robbie Gold jersey all the time. Yes. Not only did he own one, he wore it often. Um, my girlfriend's little cousin is was the biggest Robbie Gold fan in the history of time, and she had his jersey. She's like an older little girl now. Now she's like twelve or thirteen, but uh, she was absolutely heartbroken when they cut him. It was like the day, or it was like not the day, but like. A month after she got her first Robbie Gold jersey, after like begging for it for years, and then they cut him. <laughs> well, so this this would be a big deal for a lot of Bears fans. I mean, he is like <laughs> the best kicker in Bears history. I don't know that for a fact. No, one hundred percent. I think he's the. I think he has more points than Walter Payton. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the Packers all-time leading scorers are fucking Mason Crosby and Ryan Longwell. So oh, like, yeah. kickers just dominate that list. Um, well, the Bears also have Chris Blewett, 
and Redford Jones. Uh, so yeah. So this the really experienced kicking room. Mm-hmm. It's it's Lewis, good. I hope to God, you know, what would be make me very happy is that the Bears trade for him and then cut him, and then just go with Blewett. That sounds like the dream scenario for me. I'm sure every Chicago media member wants that as well. Because like <laughs> sure. everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, boss, listen to this. I have the headline for the Bears missing that game-winning kick last night. You ready? Oh, hit me, hit me, hit, hit me. me, hit me, hit me. The the Chicago Bears front office blew it on the Robbie Gold cutting. Fucking gold, print it, print it. Rent it. Sure nobody's made that joke on Twitter yet. Let's no. Print. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, whatever. Bring yeah. them home. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, no, this is – I don't know. I feel like you're underplaying how excited Bears fans are for this news because th- there is no fix to the, a kicker right now, but Robbie Gold the last two years has missed like two kicks. Yeah, I know. So this would be an actual fix for a kicker position, which is never easily fixed. But I just don't like to think like, oh, huge offseason acquisition kicker, aging kicker. He was the what, golden boy what, when he was what, here. What's the number one need for the Bears right now? Um, support. <laughs> and kicker. <laughs> running back are the number one and two needs for the Bears. So You just take a drink of water in the middle of your sentence. <laughs> yeah, well, I, my, I have a sore throat. This is the flu game. I didn't want to talk about it because yeah. I'm, you know. I'm real humble like that. Shout out to Jake for his flu game. Fire. <laughs> and shout out to Austin Hartsfield for skipping out on their recordings because he's, quote, hang on, can you hear these quotation marks in my hands? Yeah, I can hear the fingers bending for sure. He's, quote, sick. Well, <laughs> my bitch. That's the second week in a row we've called out Austin for being sick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that he sent me a picture. Um, he, he had, like, strep throat or or something like that, and then immediately followed by Pink Eye, and then his the time that he had Pink Eye, he had to go get his license renewed, so his new license picture is him with Pink Eye. <laughs> That's actually the best story. That sounds like something that would happen to you. That, oh, dude, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> so for the next, like, five years, he has to look at a Pink Eye Austin. At least he could probably be high for when he gets pulled over. You know how people always say that joke where, I'm going to get high before my license picture. Well, if your eye is flaming pink in your picture they'll be like oh this guy's got an eye problem you <laughs> can know? you imagine getting high and then going into a government building and thinking you're, <laughs> and thinking you're clever <laughs> <laughs> well i don't think the dmv has never given me a scary vibe because it's always very overweight women behind the desk in rockford at least it's like very like large women older women behind the desk so i wouldn't be like oh these these ladies are gonna get me you Has know. there ever been an attractive person in the building of the DMV? I've never seen no, that. No, Man attractive, or woman? Attractive people just don't get their license. I think yeah. the government just looks at them and was like, hey, here's a, here's a license for life, dude. You don't ever have to come back. Yeah, so it's just ugly people at the I've, DMV. I've never. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wait a second, I go to the DMV. Look in the mirror, dude. You're ugly. I've yeah, never I seen anybody attractive. Guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So we've... we've Stumbled upon a government conspiracy. We have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> what right. were we talking about? Um, fuck Austin. Oh, yeah, Austin, yeah. That's probably why he won't play us in the show. Not probably. that he's scared of getting his ass whooped. Austin, you're scared. Sick. You're scared, dude. You told me that you, you just lost your first game. Well, joke's on you, man. I just lost my sixth game. 
What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's he's learning from his losses. I am. How much have you learned, you moron? <laughs> Not much from only losing one or two games. So. Stupid idiot. All right. Next question is from uh, NFL Draft Lover. It's L U V E E E R. Love year. Uh, 20, 2019 draft is next week. Um, 66. Four. All right. Hey guys, um what are you are you guys pumped for the draft? The Bears don't have that many picks. The Packers I don't know. I haven't looked up the picks. So, Jake, <laughs> go ahead and tell me the picks. Love the show. Bye. <laughs> well, if you're a draft lover for naming your whole Twitter after the <laughs> being a draft lover and then literally the date of the draft, you really should look up the picks. Yeah. But uh I have never been this invested or interested in an NFL draft. I hope I never will be again, you know, because Packers don't, you don't want high picks, but they have the 12th and the 30th, also the 44th pick in the second round. So um, I have gone through, I know like at least 50 guys' names, you know, and I know where they played and what they're like. And so I have a lot of uh, excitement around this. There's a lot of drama going on. We've got Kyler Murray who's definitely supposed to go number one, but now reports are flying out that they're not taking him number one. Mm -mm. But I've also been told never believe anything you hear days before the draft because it's just GMs trying to fool people. But uh, I think we're going to see a lot of excitement because we have one superstar quarterback and a couple of uh, really interesting quarterbacks that – Honestly, the pa- it could go at number 12. You know, Deshaun Watson went at number 12. And so the Packers could trade back and allow someone to come up and get a quarterback. So uh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of movement in this draft is what I'm expecting. Who do you, who do you think the uh, Packers are going to take? Um, my dreams are I have two dream picks for number 12. It's Ed Oliver from Houston, a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And then it's TJ Hawkinson. The tight end from Iowa. He is so fucking good. He is big, fast, strong. He is Zach Ertz, Rob Gronkowski light. You know, he, he can block like a motherfucker. He's just really good. And uh, so those are my two dreams. They might both be gone. And then the Packers might have, end up taking an offensive lineman, which I'd be fine with. But it is, it's always super disappointing when you come away with an offensive lineman. But, uh, they also could, you know, they have two picks, so anything can happen as long as they don't take DK Metcalf at twelve. That would disappoint me greatly. Jake, I trying- am, I'm, I'm going through my mock draft, not the one that I found on the internet. And yeah. My mock draft has the Packers taking a Iowa tight end at twelve, but it's not Hawkinson. It's Noah Fant. It's yeah. Noah Fant, and. My thoughts on it are the Packers have some good tight ends already in Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis, but both are firmly in their 30s. My top-rated tight end can be special for a long time. That's 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 stuff that you that you should pay me to write on the internet. That's good stuff. Yeah, I, I agree, but I also think it uh, it's a pretty lazy summary there. And um, Noah Fant is not worth the 12th overall pick because he can't catch the ball. He's a super athlete. like He's basically a wide receiver. He ran like a 4-5. But he had like thirteen drops. So Charles Davis, that's that's who wrote this. I, I lied. I stole this from the internet. 
Charles Davis from NFL.com. That is the laziest summary I've ever heard of in my life. My top-rated tight end could be special for a long time. Get out of here. Um, but, yeah, no, I have been such a draft guy forever because the Bears have always had good picks. And, like, yeah. I always love doing, like, franchise mode, or I used to love playing and um, head coach the, the video game, and I love drafting. I, I think it's so cool because for, like, in real life, for, like, three days on paper, everything goes perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be so excited because I, there, no matter, I've seen so many mock drafts that no matter who the Packers take with their first three picks, they will have been mocked in the first round somewhere, you know, likely the top like 15. So I'll be able to drink Kool-Aid on everyone. And uh, having three picks in the top 50 is just, just so much fun because it could be three starters next year. This is a big deal. You know, it's like better than free agency. So, uh, what do you think of Devin Bush, linebacker uh, from Michigan? Second best Devin, line, middle linebacker named Devin in the okay. draft. He he looks pretty good. I don't love the pick at twelve, but I don't. He, well, no, he's just a super my, athletic. My player. mock draft has Devin Bush going to thirty. Wow, see that would be a steal. Yeah, great, great mock second, draft by me. He's just clearly the second. Yeah, I mean, terrible, Colton. What the hell are you doing? No advantage. Noah Fant at 12 and fucking Devin Bush at 30. If you reverse those, I'd be like, no, that makes a lot of sense. Who the hell is Rocky Asin? Is that real? Yeah, that's a cornerback. Cornerbacks have the best names. Also, Greedy Williams in this draft. Yeah, I, I, D, I DM'd Greedy Williams a lot during the season <laughs> to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, because his DMs are open on Twitter, so that's what you get, man. What? Yeah. What? What an idiot to have his DMs open. You know? He's a moron. Um, but, yeah, no, I love drafts. It's in Nashville this year, right? Yes, it's going to be an awesome. They built a whole giant stadium for it. It is Thursday night. I still have flashbacks to the Thursday night where I stayed up until 11 o'clock to watch the Packers trade the 30th pick. Yeah, that was – Pick in the second round. I that was, wanted to that was like That was like two or three years ago when, like, T.J. Watt was in there, right? Yeah, he was on the board. We could have taken T.J. Watt, but nope, we got nothing, and we were sent to the next day with no pick because they only do the first round on the first night, yeah. which is killer. You know, like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, that was the um, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky year, so I was I was, uh, that was back when I was, I was living with Brock. I got, I got my, my pick early, and then I had no more picks. Basically, the rest of the draft, it felt like. Yeah. And uh and yeah, and I got to watch Brock and all the other Packer fans stay up until 11 and be really pissed off that they, that they uh, did that. So, it was great. It was a great day. Yeah, it sucked um but this this draft's going to be better for the Packers cuz there's no way they can trade out of the first round with two first rounders and one being 12. So, uh preach. Unless they trade it for a player. There's a lot of drama Patrick Peterson took all his Cardinal stuff out of his bio, which I think he's done before. But I think every time he hears a rumor that he's going to get traded, he gets really offended and, like, all pissed off. But um, there's a possibility Patrick Peterson gets traded. Also, Frank Clark just got traded to the Chiefs for, like, two – like, a first-rounder and, a, like, two second-rounders No, or it was a first-rounder, and then they swapped third-rounders. 
I thought there was like a third pick in there. Yeah, I thought they swapped thirds and a second rounder next year. Hmm. It's a ton. And then they gave him a huge contract. So yeah. I'm not so gonna lie, I just heard of him when I just I just heard about him when the uh trade rumor came out. <laughs> I I have no idea who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he's been a great piece for the uh Seahawks for a long time. The Seahawks defensive ends don't get a lot of a lot of national media hype, but they're always really well respected. Like Michael Bennett, no one really knows it, but apparently he's like one of the best pass rushers in the league. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Cool. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, hey guys, this oh, this is from basketball. Is my favorite sport. I like to wait. They I like um, that basketball. Twenty two. Hey guys, uh, the NBA playoffs. You guys already sort of talked about it a little bit. But uh, what do you guys think of Jared Dudley versus Joel Embiid? Wow, that was nice of him to already know that we talked about it a little bit. Jake, what do you think? Um, I love it. I love Jared Dudley, former Buck. He's a fun player. Um, and I love that he was talking shit. He went out and he called uh, Ben Simmons average in the half court, which is very true, you know. And uh, he was just kind of talking, but uh, basically all of Philly turned on him. And uh, Joel, I love that there's a rivalry between Joel Embiid and Jared Dudley. I think we should keep it going because it makes Joel Embiid look kind of like a bitch. Yeah. You know, like he's got a feud going with Jared Dudley, who looks like Elmer Fudd. You know, <laughs> he does. And Jared Dudley is not a scary name, no matter how scary you are. No, that is also true. Um, no, yeah, it was it was a cool little. Series while it happened, I think it's people are going to forget about it in like a year, and then next year, Jared Dudley might get into a little shoving match with him, and everyone, and then everyone's going to say, "Hey, get over it." You know what I mean? It's I feel like it's it's going to be nothing later. But while while it was happening, it was awesome. Yeah, he added a little uh, excitement to a series that only lasted five games. So or five uh, games, four, yeah, five games, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like Jared Dudley, and I like that Joel Embiid had to stoop down to Jared Dudley's level. And talk shit about a guy who like is the seventh man on the Nets. Yeah, that's that's not the best look, but well, whatever. All right, um, next you got the next one. Uh, yes, this comes from um, NBA is my life. I only have one question. It's about the second round matchups. Hey guys, what's your favorite second round NBA playoff matchups since? The uh, first round is basically over before it even started. Wow. Cool. Um, basketball. Jake, you? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it. this has been a terrible first round in the NBA playoffs. The only series that has anything good going for it is the Nuggets and the Spurs. And uh, I think the Nuggets are probably just going to run away with that one. But maybe it even goes seven. So we'll have one good series to show. For an entire first round of basketball, what do you know? You know? What do so, you know, huh? But uh, we got some great, as everyone's been waiting for, the Eastern Conference is basically four teams. It's been four teams all year long. And uh, now those four teams get to duke it out. Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly. Like, that's going to be so much fun to watch those series. They're definitely going to be good, you know, close games. and you know, Just fucking beat you up kind of basketball so do you want to hear you want to hear a hot take here 
Hot take. Give it to me. One of the four teams in the Eastern Conference Finals are going to represent the Eastern Conference in the Finals. <laughs> huh. Wow. Well, I mean, that I guess that makes sense. You know, yeah. that's a pretty hot take, though. I'm not going to put my name behind it. So My name's behind it. Colton. Just did it. It's behind it. It would uh, it would suck, in my opinion, really bad if it was the fucking, not just because the Bucks lose, but if it's Sixers-Boston in, in the Eastern Conference Finals, that fucking sucks. I don't want to see that. I hate both those fucking sports towns. <laughs> I really do. You know, like, they're both conceded, and they've both been so arrogant all year before the year that it was going to be Boston-Philly. Yeah. You know, so if it's Toronto-Milwaukee, that would be awesome. And I'd love to see it. We get to see Fred Van Vliet on, you know, in the big stage versus the fucking Bucks. I would love every second of it. That would be sick. Um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely Bucks-Celtics is the most intriguing matchup. Um, everybody's been saying, like, like you said, preseason, Boston was was favored to be a one seed. Now uh, it's just it's just good coaching against against good coaching. So I'm I'm pumped to see it. Me too. Uh, and then in the West, we got Golden State versus Houston, which should be fun. And then um, who else are we gonna get? Denver versus Portland. Yeah. Or yeah, Portland versus either Denver or San Antonio, which I don't think anyone cares about that series at all. If I'm being honest, I agree with you. Um, Everyone's just going to be hoping Houston wins, and nobody's going to give a shit because the Warriors will run through Portland or uh, or San Antonio slash Denver. And uh, fun fact, though, if somehow Portland and Toronto make it to the finals, I don't know that Inez Cantor is allowed to go to Canada. The really? start center for Toronto. Yeah, he doesn't have his uh, visa or whatever because, like, he's a he's a wanted terrorist from his country. There was air quotes there. <laughs> he's not – sorry, I forgot. I should probably say that. Uh, he's not really a terrorist. His country's a terrible place with, like, a dictator who's – and Turkey. So it, yeah, Turkey. Terrible place, apparently. Do you know, a dictator do you know who all the uh, dictator slash leader's right-hand man is? Who? He do Turkaloo. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? No, no. Yeah, he's like the special assistant to the to the leader, whatever, the uh, president. Yikes. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently the president likes basketball, just doesn't like Inez Cantor, who also talks a lot of shit on Twitter about his country and about, like, he always is blat- putting them on blast. Yes. But, uh... That would be awkward if Portland and Toronto made it to the finals. Their starting center couldn't play in Toronto. That would be – obviously, that's not going to happen, but I would love to see that. Me too. Just what would happen in the NBA? What would happen? <laughs> All right, last question from Twitter from our fans is uh, from at SCP20194 ever. Uh, hey guys, I know you have watched every single period of hockey this this postseason. Um, Jake, I want to hear, especially you. I want to hear your detailed uh, thoughts on hockey. Go. Okay, well, hockey is a sport, and there was a game seven, and apparently it came down to a very disappointing end. But um, all I really know is that the Golden Knights are still in it, and they're going to be fine, right? Uh- I don't know that at all. Just tell me they're fine. Hell yeah. 
Hell yes. Um, let's see. I'm going to scroll a little bit longer. Game seven right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. They, and, Jake, they're winning. <laughs> they're winning. one nothing. All right, go Vegas. <laughs> yeah, fuck so, the Sharks. Fuck the Sharks. Fuck the Sharks. Um, yeah, so Vegas is still in it. A ton of upsets. Like, teams like the Penguins, the... Uh, the Predators, the Jets, and the Lightning all lost to, like, secondhand type franchises. Like, the Dallas Stars. At least three Game 7s from what I can see. Yes, there are three. Um, Yeah, honestly, like, hockey playoffs are always sick. They're always so cool. Yes, uh, very, very awesome. Except, you know, almost it's almost too much of a toss-up. You know, it seems like. It really is. Um, like, what's the point of even being good? Just get to the playoffs and pray. That's, you know? like, I think in the last 10 years, there's been more eight and seven seeds advancing than, like, the last 70 years combined of every other sport or something like that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Um, uh, and then we got the Hurricane and Caps. If the Hurricanes win that, then that means either the Hurricanes or the Islanders are going to be in the conference finals. Is that yeah. crazy? That's 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 crazy. Those two teams were <laughs> dog shit going in like into the year. And then if the Bruins lose, it's gonna be the blue the Columbus Blue Jackets or the Islanders or the Hurricanes in the final. In the Stanley Cup final. I don't I don't, I don't know what any of that means. That's <laughs> so so little that <laughs> That's like saying um the final three teams are the magic, the who are some other really shitty teams? Nets. Yeah, the Magic, the Nets, and the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks somehow. But like, it's like going into the season, like that's what it was like. Uh huh. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I say all this because I watch a game here and there. I'm probably not gonna watch much, but we'll have our friend Cody Jensen on pretty soon from uh, World Hockey Report, and he'll tell us all about it. So, I'll, you know what? I'm going to text him pretty soon. I... I'll, get, I'll get learned on the NHL because yeah. uh, the playoffs are fun when you know a little something. I got Vegas, so they're my team. And they're in game seven right now, so I'm very pumped about that. Wow, <laughs> yeah. You are. I can tell. That's great. Well, I had no idea until a little bit, until literally seconds ago. So, uh, this is huge, guys. This is huge. <laughs> I'm so happy I was, I was here for it. So, um, Jake, that's it for listener questions. Are you ready? For a MySpace top eight, and then kick it into Game of Thrones talk. That sounds lovely. I'm Thank tired you. of sports anyway. Get out of here, sports. There's nothing to talk about anyway. We we lied about everything. We don't even watch sports. We're done with you. Um, this week's MySpace top eight are fictional restaurants that we want to eat at. Jake, I'm gonna flip this coin. No, nope, <laughs> no. I think we've gone like I think it's like two and one on the flips for me versus you. All right. So. You ready? I'm ready. You want Queen, what was it, Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth or the platypus? Platypus. All right. Ready? I'm going to spin it on on the table. Okay. Why don't you just, like, flip it like a normal (laughs) person? It was platypus. Fuck! Motherfucker! How are you so good at fucking coin spins? I always just go with the platypus. Yeah, it's fucking coins weighted. This is a big one because I, I know this is on your list. I'm just going to go with the most generic one that we both wanted to eat at since we were little. I'm taking the Krusty Krab. Yeah, I you knew know, you would. Everyone wants a Krabby Patty. 
I'd take it with a little uh, jellyfish jelly. yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Krusty Krab seems like a magical place. It's underwater, so, you know, maybe it's not very good, but I- I'm pumped. That's my number one pick. Ah, uh, that's uh, that's just like consensus number one pick. That really is. Yeah, I was very nervous not to get the number one pick. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with something that I think might be able to, um, to counteract this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I have one more. I really want. All right. It is. Um, it's a childhood restaurant from a oh. movie. An animated movie. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? It is Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. Okay, okay. That's a good one. I mean, it is kind of reminds me of Chuck E. Cheese. So I, I, I didn't. Here's uh, the thing. Like, pe- my number two. I think Chuck E. Cheese has given this arcade restaurant a bad name. This like genre category of restaurants. Dave and Buster's and this place called Round One. I don't know if it's a national chain, but it's in Buster's. It's amazing. It's in Milwaukee. Round One is a bigger Dave and Buster's, at least up here. Those places rule. I love those kind of places. Yeah. So is but does Pizza Planet have alcohol? I don't remember. You know, like these are the questions. So you know, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. And you, if you're in charge of it, it's not going to be like you know Chuck E. Cheese. It's going to be more Dave and Buster's. Yes. All right. All right. Um, now my pick, I am going with, I was very excited to get this one. I'm going with the soup Nazis soup restaurant from Seinfeld. Okay. All right. I I had that. They build up that soup. Like it is the best fucking soup in the history of time. And it it made me want to try it so bad. Like this has to be amazing soup. And I would be a very gracious customer. I wouldn't say a fucking word in there. I would just get up there, get my soup and dip. I wouldn't even say thank you. Good and and you shouldn't. Um, no, I'm just getting my soup. I'm not. Oh, I'm not even a soup guy, but I would love to try this soup. Yeah, exactly. So that's my number two. All right, my number two is going to be uh, Los Pollos Hermanos from Breaking Bad. Oh, that's a good. I didn't even think of that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Talk about the the seasoning on the chicken. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, man, people lost their mind. It, it was so good that he was covering up a national um drug operation yeah he was doing that just to cover the books for how well his chicken company was doing it made no sense you know yeah so i'm all in on los pollos hermanos that is my number two pick all right all right for number three i'm gonna go with jj's diner Mm -hmm. from parks and rec uh leslie nope absolutely raves about the place i'm a big waffle guy I'll note that I am one of the rare people that prefer pancakes, but I'm sure JJ's Diner has pancakes. I'm sure it has a lot of great food, and um, I think it catered multiple weddings in the show. So they cater. <laughs> they do so. cater, folks. Keep that in mind. Um, I weren't they closing at one point? I think so. Yes, and so, then they the, the government kept them open. <laughs> Freaking government. Tax-paying dollars towards your Go pick, Jake. Ron not happy. Ron, oh God. no, actually, Ron would be happy, wouldn't he? Because then, like, they're using. Oh well, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He hates him. Oh, you're right. They did right. it once. The movie, the movie store, and it turned into a porn shop. Yep. And so the government was funding a porn shop, and Ron was loving it because he fought them buying him out, and then they turned. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, geez, classic, classic, classic. All right, 
My number three pick is going to be from a show that's a little uh, risque now. Okay. Um, it does involve a Me Too member. Oh, um, um, yeah. I, I didn't want to pick this one, but I I really wanted to because the food was so good. I'm going to go with Freddy's Barbecue from House of Cards. Yes. You know what? I, I don't even blame you because that, that was literally like I looked up, does this place exist? So I could go eat there. It looks so – I am such a barbecue guy, and I like barbecue joints that are like holes in the wall, just like tiny little places. That's just like they make everything by hand. It's not. It's just yeah. all with love. And if it's have, good enough for the president old, of the United have, States, whether he's a rapist or not, if it's yeah. good enough for the president, also fuck that guy. He's a rapist. Then <laughs> it's good he's enough. Good. And then it's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, that that food looked amazing, and I think it's probably the best food on the list just by looks. You know. True. 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 But, all right. Uh, my last pick. This one isn't so much for the food because I've seen a lot of health code violations at this restaurant and a lot of things that don't make me so much want the food. But it's for the people who Fuck. run it. Fuck. I think I'm going to lose my fourth pick. <laughs> I'm going with Bob's Burger. Fuck! <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, don't, I, mean, I don't have a backup pick right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Going to panic mode. But uh, uh. Bob's Burgers, great, great ambient, great people. You get some weird kids messing around while you're eating your burgers, but uh, Bob's a good guy, and they they have I don't know they sometimes they have burgers on that show that look really good. Wow, this sucks. <laughs> this is a real bummer. Um, Jake, you took my pick. That's what you did. I'm not buying time right now. I'm just telling you what happened. You know, I'm just yeah, giving. Yeah. I'm just giving you... Because you're definitely prepared with more than you have, you know, enough for two MySpace top eights. Wow. Boy, do I. Um, <laughs> let's see. Jake, tell me a, a little bit more about your last pick, all right? Because I don't, I don't think we really talked about it that much. Go ahead. I mean, it's Bob's Burgers. I love, <laughs> I love my whole team. I got the Krusty Krab, Bob's Burgers, Soup Nazis, fucking not Soup Stand. And JJ's Diner. I, I'm very happy with my four. Wow, those are those are four good ones, man. Let me tell you, um, my fourth one is gonna be Jake. I'm gonna give you a little spoiler here. It's it's going to be a restaurant, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna be the kind of restaurant that when you see it, you're like, that's not real life. And then some people might even consider it to be, I don't know, fictional, you know. Um, so. When it comes to fictional restaurants, I have four in mind. I really do. The first one I have in mind is the Krusty Krab, and, and you took that one. And then another <laughs> one that I had was Bob's Burgers, and, and you took that one. So um, that's You know what? Here's the thing about what's going on, Jake. I don't know what to fucking pick. <laughs> it's going to be a shitty pick. It's going to be a... And I am falling apart here. <laughs> you just, just throw out a name. I'm not throwing out a name. This is fucking important, all right? I'm not throwing out a fucking name. This is going on the internet, Jake. Oh, man. Tell me about your favorite pick so far. <laughs> We're going to get another roundabout pick here, real quick. <laughs> it's a good pick. Those, 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 have those have saved so many traffic jams. Oh, all right. Oh, man. 
Golden's been uh, struggling a little bit more with the drafts lately. Yeah, and I have to pee so bad right now. I really do. <laughs> so his mind is definitely lost. We could take a commercial break. You pee and figure out what your goddamn last restaurant is. Uh, I'm like seeing ones that I feel like would be popular picks, but I they're not my good picks, you know? Uh-huh. Um, Jake, you know what? You know what I'm going to go for? I don't think it's like a full restaurant, but I know they serve food. Um, and oh, oh, what a recovery that I just had, Jake. Oh my God. Woo! Okay. You, your fourth pick was for the people. My fourth pick is for the people. They aren't maybe necessarily a restaurant, but they serve food. Um, comedian Mitch Hedberg worked there. That is the hub from that 70s show. Oh. Wow. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> what a pick. You, you're you talking about Bob's Burgers with the people. The, the whole gang goes to the hub. Ever, there's, there's Pinball. There's Mitch Hedberg. There's that one booth that's always open for those guys. What a, what a recovery. Honestly, that's incredible that I just picked that out of, like, out of thin air. Yeah, and you definitely didn't look anything up, and you just thought really hard. No, the hub wasn't even on a fucking list. It's so stupid. And then, and then I was thinking, I was like, what shows do I really like? And then I just watched that 70s show like two days ago, and I was like, is there a restaurant in there? I swear to God there's one. And then I remembered, like, I think Fez got a corn dog there once. <laughs> there you go. I and mean, I feel like all they ever get is, like, you know, smoothies from there. But you know what? It's yeah. still a good pick. Like smoothies, fries, and a hot dog. What a pick. All right. All right, Jake. Um, yeah, recap your list. Go. Uh, once again, it is Krusty Krab, Bob's Burgers, Soup Nazis, and JJ's Diner. All right. Mine is um, Pizza Planet, Los Pollos Hermanos. How's that for my tongue roll? I can't roll my tongue. Excellent. Excellent. Very foreign. Los Pollos Hermanos. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, Freddy's Barbecue and The Hub from that 70s show. Wow. Okay. What a pick. This is going to go on at live May 5 on the internet.com. So give that a look. Give it a vote. And shout out to me for that last pick. Wow. What a rush. <laughs> what a rush. All right. I'm going to take this time to send it over to a commercial break for my urine break. I shall be back. Jake, uh, come with like a fake commercial. Uh, okay. Uh, well, don't we? Couldn't I just do? Oh, he took his headphones out, so I don't I think he can hear me. <laughs> he can't hear me. I'm not gonna do a commercial there. That MySpace top A was brought to you by Nick Verstrady at Eckberg Insurance Group. Nick is a Rockford native who's been working in the insurance industry for years. Actually, since he graduated from college. He's got you covered from home, auto, business, any type of insurance that you might need. Jake, think of an insurance. Go. Um, uh, home insurance. He's got it covered. What about another one? That's all I can think of. I'm, I'm not very adult. And that's why you're not sponsoring us. That's why Nick is sponsoring us. Because the, cause he works at Eckberg Insurance, and the folks over at Eckberg will take care of you. They know insurance can be stressful, and they want to take a load off your back. The, this agency has been around since 1978. Jake, favorite thing that happened in 1978? Go. 
Uh, I mean, it's hard to think because there was only one great thing I can really remember, and that's Eckberg Insurance being founded, you know? And they represent over 20 different insurance companies, which means that Nick knows how to get you the best coverage at the best price. Give him a call today at 815-877-4100. We've done Nixon's, I don't know, middle school? And there is no one else that we would trust for their own protection. Honestly. Name one person that's not you or the mother of your children that you would want to watch your children in the whole wide world. I mean, I can't think of one person I could trust more than Nick with a young child. If, that we, was, yeah. if, if we could trust Nick with a young child, imagine how much we trust him with insurance. Again, Nick Frustrati at Eckberg Insurance Group. 815-877-4100. Call them today! It's on that Jake and Colton sent you. <laughs> Woo! All right. What an ad. Also, live update. Vegas scored, baby. 2 nothing. Woo! Oh, these fucking live updates! <laughs> oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. All right, Jake. It is time for our last segment of the night. That is... Um, the Game of Thrones recap. And I'd like to propose that we do a new draft, and I'd like this draft to even count towards the points in our old one. I thought it was a little heavily skewed where it's kind of only one thing. So I think if we give some points here, say two for everyone you get right, they have a death pool. This time, instead of picking people to live, we're picking people to die. Especially because it seems as though a lot of them are going to die. I think a couple points here and there for death, picking deaths, would be uh, would be a fun way to keep our original list uh, alive. Sure. Um, how many do you want to do you want to pick each? Uh, what do you think? Three. Let's do three. So let's 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 kick it into the Game of Thrones death draft uh, first with some theme music. <laughs> <laughs> I paid $45,000 to get that guy in here. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, I love Game of Thrones. It sounded but, like he was singing Star Wars, like in the in the, in the middle of that. It did a little bit, but uh, did you want to do the draft and then recap, or recap then draft? Recap then draft. Jake, hit me with your recap. Episode two. Uh, we were expecting a little of action, so I'm. I don't really read online for like what people think, cause fuck other people, you know. But I figure people are a little upset at uh, the lack of action. But I think when we look at the whole season as a whole at the end, we'll be happy we had the, these two episodes to like give us time with these characters we've loved before they all die. And, and even if they don't die, they go away forever at the end of the season. So we'll be happy with every moment we get. And they, it is a fact that they have the longest battle in the history of cinema to be ever be put on film is going to happen. I don't know that it's next week. That's not confirmed, but it's heavily hinted at. Um, but I, I honestly really like the episode. 
It was a little bit of a cock tease. But uh, Colton, props to you. Hats off to you. You predicted that Arya and Gendry were going to fuck. Oh, I, I texted you during during that scene. I was like, these guys are going <laughs> to fuck so hard. Yeah, and then, and then it happened. So, And I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know if you were serious, serious. You I know, was I, dead serious. They, but I, that was, I still think you thought we'd see, like, see it, you know? Like, it would be like a, you know, we see Maisie Williams getting naked. Because that made a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah, it wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't going to predict that we would see it. But I was I was 0% surprised. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Also, they showed plenty of scenes back in the day of, like, Sansa getting raped when she was, like, 14 in the show. True, true. And then, but, and then all of a sudden, always like they only got like the top of her shirt off. You know what I mean? There was some butt and side boob action for Maisie Williams. There, there was some side boob. Um, but no, I whatever, dude, go for it. If she's eighteen in the show, get over yourselves, people. Yeah, and I knew she, I wasn't uncomfortable because I follow her on Instagram and along with Sophie Turner, and they're out drinking and drunk and all these things. So I knew she was clearly over eighteen. So um, it didn't shock me that much, but it shocked a lot of people. And uh, it was, good, you know, good for her. Good for her, man. Um, just banging, a, banging the king's bastard. Uh, I mean, everyone's saying it. She, she's basically pregnant now. Like, if you have sex on Game of Thrones, you're pregnant. Yeah. So yeah. she's, she, she's going to be pregnant. And Gendry's going to die. Gendry's going to die. Um, everybody around that fire is going to die. But speaking of the fire, this, Jake, I don't know about you. This was my highlight of the whole episode. Even okay. Brienne getting knighted is Very top cool. five moment. of from like I've been a Brienne guy since the beginning. I love her. Yes. And, and her getting knighted, that, like she has said several times in the show that's been her dream. That was awesome. Like that was so yeah. cool. The, yeah. the only bad part about it. Is that I know she's gonna die now for sure. Oh yeah, character arc complete. You die, <laughs> you know. God. So I, I think literally everybody's gonna die. I think it's gonna be a bloodbath. I think we're gonna get all six points from picking three. I think <laughs> we're both gonna pick three characters that die. Oh yeah. So because I can think of five that I think are likely gonna die next in the next episode. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> the nighting was cool. Um, I'm a huge Tormund guy, so him talking about sucking the the giants that was <laughs> fucking crazy. That was that that is a classic him move. Um, him trying to bang Brienne. I wanted that to happen. I wanted it to happen so bad. Um, Let's bang Jamie though. Yeah, and she might if they survive. Who the hell knows? This 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 show's wild. Yes, I liked the Hound opening up. I liked. I I liked Jorah talking to is that his daughter or is that like his his niece? Uh that's like his niece. Yeah, that's like his niece. Um so I like I like that. That was pretty badass. Yeah. She's she's been so so cool every time every She's going to she's going to die so fast. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of hope that she just like is out there and just gets fucking speared. Yeah. Like, and picked up like a couple times, dude. Easy, dude. It's going to be a... It's going to... Oh, it's fucking going to be crazy. Um, I mean, my my main theory right now is that they are pulling a... Oh, fuck. Uh, what was his name? Uh, the Wolf. You know, King of the North. The original one. Rob? Not Ned Stark. Yeah, Rob Stark. He's pulling a Rob Stark on him. 
and pulling up his army, pretending he's pulling up to Winterfell, when really somehow they figured out how to walk underwater or some maybe they flew a, a fucking helipad with all the White Walkers to the south. I think he's, you know, straight up evading them and going for Cersei or going, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's skirting because I didn't see a single White Walker in the preview. At least they, they would show him, but they were on their own, like just walking. Yeah. You know, like they weren't fighting. When we saw Brienne, all we saw was Brienne Tar saying, hold your ground. Holy shit. What a Goosebumps moment, though. Yeah, Goosebumps moment, but I didn't see a single thing coming or, or behind her or like any death around, you know. So I, I'm just a little worried that, you know, they could even push this battle off another episode. And would that upset people? I don't care. But um, either way, the battle's going to happen. And I think it would be badass if it was the Night King and a zombie Cersei. Maybe not zombie Cersei. Maybe she teams up with him, or maybe she's just dead. But uh, and she and he literally picks up the whole South, and now it's massive. And um, here's I think the thing: would, I think I think, I think it's like though, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are giving the Night King a little too much strategy credit. I think he's just like, we're stronger than you. Everyone that we kill is now on our team. We have more people than you. We have a dragon. We're going to kill you. Yeah, I, I I think that's smart. But he did have I don't know. Yeah, he's never really done any straight. We've never seen him do strategery, but I think that would really make him a more intimidating threat if all of a sudden they know he's got strats, you know? Yeah, like he's been smart about things, but he's not like, like Rob Stark was more str- like strategy and the Night King is more like, it's like, uh-huh. hey, we have 10 million soldiers, you have 10,000, um, we'll lose a few of them, but then we'll just take all yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they could easily just. I, I think it's likely that the, it's just a battle, and they end up retreating to the Iron Islands, you know. And then I, I just know that Cersei has to pay, because this is kind of how the show works. Where when you do a great atrocity, you usually pay for it. And I think her not helping the living is like the worst thing she's ever done. Oh yeah, and she's done a lot of terrible things, but her. Like saying she's gonna help them and then just not and just being like, oh, well, we're, we're fine, you know, like fuck you, you're you're not fine, and she needs to learn a lesson, and by that I mean die. But after all that, what if her army just shows up next week, like like how um, Littlefinger oh, showed up during a battle. what? Oh, it's just like a three way battle, like yeah. But everyone's oh, that would be pretty fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I came up with a theory. Sorry, I'm burping. Came up with, with a little theory. If Arya survives, she's gonna get Jamie's face and kill Cersei with Jamie's face. That would be pretty badass. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like it. Like she's, the idea. She's gonna go back to King's Landing because I because it might be something where like everybody on on her list is dead, and the last one is Cersei. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also just see Jamie having to kill her, Cersei. <laughs> you know, like knowing that just, knowing that she's gonna like ruin everything. Yeah, she's gonna fuck everything up, and he just fucking kills her, and he's all crying, and it's an amazingly acted scene. By that 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 actor's name, by the way, fucking crazy, Jamie Lannister. What have you ever seen? Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's it's wild. 
Right. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, live Google. I'm I'm going to talk about my three favorite, uh, my four favorite picks of this last MySpace Top 8 it's draft. Nikolaj Coaster Waldo. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nikolaj. Um, Nikolaj, shout out to you. I'm a huge fan. Love you. Um, and, and then I guess the last thing we haven't really covered was John telling Danny that <laughs> she's his aunt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a little blown over. I liked Daenerys' reaction. I liked the, that's real fucking convenient. I saw a nice Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, I retweeted that. <laughs> yeah, that How convenient fair. is fucking that? <laughs> how convenient is fucking that? That is so perfect, and it's true. Like, that's how you should react. Like, oh, so your weirdo brother and your best friend say it? You know, like, uh, but we know it's true so we're all you know a lot of people are like oh fuck danny she's being a bitch about it you know well this has been her whole thing is being she's gonna be the she might end up being the fucking villain straight up yeah like they might end up killing cersei and then it's fucking daenerys versus Jon snow that'd be nuts that would be nuts shout out to um shout out to uh daenerys's joke when sansa asked her who was the other person that you that you loved with that you were in love with? And she said someone taller. That's awesome. Yes, and shout out to both those actresses. That scene, fucking amazing. Like the faces Daenerys is making are so sassy, and Sansa, obviously, incredibly the number one sass character in the whole show. Um, great scene. They were like friends, but then they're like, "How about the North?" And she like took her hands away. That was great. I love that. Great episode. I love their dynamic. Um, I think, dude, there's got to be a battle, right? Is there an is there a episode three title out yet? I don't know. Does that is that our usual release thing? Yeah, yeah. They usually. Okay, I haven't been following it. Um, let's. I don't see. even know what the episode names have been. The first one was just Winterfell. Um, they hide a huge. According to Inverse.com. Um. Uh, Game of Thrones season eight episode two song may hide a huge episode three spoiler. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to know the title of of next week? Yes. Let's see. Um, last night we learned episode two was actually titled "A Night of the Seven Kingdoms." Hell yeah! It's cool. That's, that's a good name. That is a good name. Um, extremely light spoilers. Game of Thrones below. Blah, 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 episode three. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I'm reading the same article. I don't think they have the, the it, name yet. They're just guessing it's going to be called the Battle of Winterfell. Well, that's stupid. That is stupid. I'm checking the Game of Thrones subreddit because those people are definitely more up to you know. Jake, <laughs> Jake Kleinman wrote a whole article on. Hey, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna be called the Battle of Winterfell. Stupid, <laughs> stupid dummy. And then the very next sentence, that may seem a little too obvious. Ugh. All right, well. Let's see. The Game of Thrones Season 8 Episode 3 trailer teases bloodshed before next week's 90-minute yeah, battle. I don't think yet, because it's not on the subreddit, so. Oh, man, this is sick. Well, Jake, I'm, uh, I'm honestly really excited, and I'm really yeah. scared. If it's if next week's the battle, my butthole was gonna be tense for an hour and a half. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like the fucking oh, it's the longest battle ever put. So I'm just literally the whole time I'm gonna be shaking. I was I was nervous like it was a 
like Packers playoff game is how I felt going into the last episode and nothing happened. So it was a bit of a cock tease. But th- this week I will literally be sitting down like as nervous as I would be if the Packers were going into the playoffs right now, you know? Yeah, this is this is uh, what IMDB has for the description of the episode for next week. The, the Night King and his army have arrived at the Winterfell gates, and the great battle begins. Do you think this battle will go over two episodes? I don't know. I kind of hope so. It would make sense, because if it's all one episode, they have three episodes post-battle of the biggest battle of the series. Yes. <laughs> Um, there was an article on December 3rd, 2018. Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3 will feature the biggest battle the show has ever seen. So, it's next week. It's gotta be, according to EliteDaily.com. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, and uh, I like keeping all my theories going, because I'm usually wrong, and that it leads to lack of spoilers, you know? Alright, we will uh, finish off with with the draft. Of... I will let you go first because I got first in the other one. All right. I'm going to go with somebody I already said who I think is it's, it's going to die. Brianna. And that's Brianna Tarth, my girl. I want, I want to be wrong so bad, but she's going to die, man. She is so set up for death. Oh, yeah. You want to know someone else who's set up for death because of what they said? My first pick. I'm going with Grey Worm. You can't, oh, yeah. You could not <laughs> promise to take her away. And like kiss her, kiss your girlfriend on the lips before a battle, and like you're dead, you're dead, dude. You're definitely gonna die. So that's a, that's a good great. pick. Um, I'm going Tormund. So I'm going, Torm- I'm going the the couple that I wish that I wish happened, Tormund and Brienne. I think those two, because I'm thinking like they're both fighters and they're both small characters, but it's still gonna mean a lot to people if they die. Yes. Um. So he's 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 gone, uh, drinker of giant's milk. He's yeah, I don't know. Like he like those are just two big people in the show who are gonna fight. It's not like it's Sam Waltz Harley who's like, oh, I'm gonna fight, but there's still a chance he doesn't fight. You know? Uh huh. Those guys are fighters. I also think Tormund might just throw himself in front of uh, Brienne, so. Um... She doesn't die. You know, he won't let her die before him. Yeah. It's kind of like another thing. And she's dying, so yeah, that's a great pick. He's definitely going to die. Um, my next one, I'm going to go with Jorah Mormont because uh, like he's one. been begging to die for a long time. Uh, maybe maybe Daenerys will love you after you're killed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right, let's see. We've got – so my two picks – have been uh, Tormund and Brienne, and you have who? Uh, Grey Worm and Mor- Jorah Mormont. Jorah. Um, <laughs> let's see. God, Grey Worm's a great pick. Um, I'm going to go with Theon Greyjoy. That dude's definitely like letting people down. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah, done it I the mean, whole series. <laughs> I mean, like, I think he might get an honorable ending, but yeah, he's he's kind of another like character arc complete. He's the one that's like he's he's supposed to watch Bran, and he's just gonna get fucking massacred. There's I don't oh. I don't really see a chance of him of him surviving this. Fair, fair. Uh, my next one, I'm going with Podrick. I think Podrick has become a character that they didn't expect to be so big. 
he's going to battle, you know, he's been Brienne's like, you know, trainee. Maybe he sticks around and survives, you know, a little bit, but I think then they're just clinging on to like a fan favorite just because he's got a golden dick and apparently a golden voice. Because what a song by him. They gave him a great song. I think that'll be a great goodbye for that character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so those are our picks. Jake, what should the points be? Wait. Oh, yeah, we're only going three. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking almost we go like three points if they die next episode and then one point if they die at all. Okay. All right, we'll do that. We're, we're expecting next episode, right? I mean, that's kind of what we're predicting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what are your four picks for the survival pool? My four picks, I had survival slash throne, or winner of the realms picks. I had Arya, Sansa, Tyrion, and the Night King. Yeah, you did the Night King. That was a good pick. You have, well, you have Jon Snow and Daenerys. I know that. I have Jon, Daenerys, <laughs> Vanis or Varys? Varys. <laughs> who was my last one? I forgot. Um, well, who are we forgetting? Um, I'm, 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 Bran. Bran. Your number one pick. Yes, I did pick a number one. Um, so yeah, so obviously we are we're all tied. Nobody's really died, and we have a huge episode next week. So. Yes, I mean that's why I'm kind of adding a little interest because nothing's really happened in our list. So now a little more interest to our teams. Sure, sure. Do we have a winner result? Oh, a, like a bet? A prize, I guess you can say. I, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one either. Well, we have we have four more episodes too. I think of one, so whatever. Yep. Um, Jake, that is it for the episode. Uh, what have you been watching, if if anything? Um, Oh, I uh, watched Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, God. How'd you like it? Not really because you suggested it at all, either, because my girlfriend definitely pulled it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, Colton has been telling me to watch this. You know, and because everyone says it's great. And it is great. It's so fun. It's just right like a nice, show. enjoyable movie. Yeah, there's really not too much, like, I hate movies that, like, oh, here, it has to be sad. Something bad has to happen now. And there was a little bit of that, but it was all very natural. Yes. You know? I hate, like, I watch romantic comedies, and I don't like them a lot of the times because they're like, you know, oh, happy, happy, happy. Oh, and now they got cancer, and they need to get a divorce, and they have to be sad for the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then we'll get back to them being happy, and it's, like, forced. But this was just, you kind of saw it coming, and you understood that, yeah, she's, you know, it's old money. It was very fun. And um, that one character, what was her name? The uh, friend who was also pretty rich. Yeah, the the one who who gave off very like like Miley Cyrus vibes. Was that why was she Miley Cyrus? Just like everything about her, like like the way she talked, or like the way she acted, and she was like really yeah, extra yeah, and crazy girl. Yeah, she was very crazy and extra. But uh, yeah, she was awesome. I loved her. She might have been my favorite character. I loved her, and then I love I, I love his uh, gay cousin. I think he's awesome. He's a hoot. Oh yeah, I liked his uh, straight cousin who was like a fuck up who's like an actor in a bunch of movies yeah um, he, he's awesome too what a that was a great movie everyone was everyone was great except for that bitch who was pretending to be her friend and then put the dead fish in her bed what a bitch what a bitch dude i actually did watch crazy rich asians again this week <laughs> <laughs> for the second time that movie's so good it's so enjoyable yeah it's very fun um 
I haven't really watched anything new. I've been, I've just been, uh, just living life, man. Just, I'm just living till I'm dying, you know? You're pretty much just working or playing the show. That's literally all I do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So, Jake, what is your final thought of episode 87? Final thought. Uh, great episode. It's going to lead up to a great weekend. We're probably going to have Bucks basketball on either Saturday or Sunday. We have Game of Thrones Monday. on Sunday. Monday? It's for official? Yeah. That's disappointing. When did that come out? Just today? Uh, I heard it last night. I mean, uh, I don't know I don't know if it's official. Let's, let's find out. Live. I, I haven't seen anything official. Um, and people were saying both Saturday and Sunday, and then uh, or Monday, Tuesday for the second game is what I was hearing. Hmm. All right. Well, continue with your final thought. But uh, we could have that, and then we have the draft on Thursday. It's going to be a great weekend for watching uh, TV. <laughs> it's going to be another just, great TV just weekend. things, you know. Game of Thrones is just so powerful right now that it makes every weekend just that much better. Oh God, it's so cool. It really is. I worked so much on Easter. Got home at like midnight, and I was so tired. And then I sat down and I was like, eh, I guess I'll do it. And then the theme song comes on and they show all those little. Oh, God, and I was I was shaking. I had like R.I.P. I had Sam Connors's like twitch to his face. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Um, final thought. Is it is it over? Is that it? The weekend thing? Uh, yeah. That, right. that was that was my final thought. <laughs> my final thought. Um. You know, just live, laugh, and love, you know? Yeah, great final thought. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, uh, Brianne, don't die. I really just don't want her to die. I picked her number one in the death I pool. know. <laughs> I, love, I want to be wrong so bad. Yeah. Uh, if Arya dies, that will crush me. She is Arya and Sansa are my two favorite characters right now. Mine, like, my, dude, I love Arya. I, she, I, don't, I don't think she can die. I don't think she can die for this episode. Like three, because I, I think the sh the the fans would just kill everyone. <laughs> like she's so beloved. Yeah. Like it basically, she had a tweet that was like, "For all you that felt awkward during that, just know that my uh, parents also had to watch that." <laughs> yeah. and then she said, ah, kill me now. It's <laughs> really funny. Well, tweet that out next Sunday, and you'll get your wish, Arya, because you're dead. Right. Now, nah, whatever. All right, episode, uh, what is it, 87? Is that what I said? Yes, 87. Episode 87 in the books, uh, Two Shots Podcast Network, 12 on Sports Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, 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 Pod <laughs> iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcast, whatever it is, the Google Store. Jake, that's it. Peace in the Middle East, you know? Hopefully. All right.
is friends in the bottle, it's Nikki full throttle, it's oh, oh. Swimming in the grotto, we winning in the lotto, we dipping in the powder blue flow. So, shitting so good, it's dripping on wood, get a ride in that engine that could go. Batman robbing it, bang bang cocking it, Queen Nikki dominant, prominent. It's me, Jesse and Ari. If they test me, they sorry. Riders up like a Harley, then pull off in this Ferrari. If he hanging, we banging. Phone ringing, he slanging. It ain't karaoke night, but get the mic, cause I'm singing. Uh, G to the 